Alright, hello everybody and welcome back to Last Week Geek and Happy New Year! Happy New Year sound! Happy New Year! Oh my goodness, <laughs> 2021! We made it, you guys! We made it. We kicked 2020 to the can. Yep. No 2020 vision on this. None of those jokes. Get them out <laughs> while you can. Knock it out of the park. We're going to 2021 and... I will just punch it in the face if it tries to do anything that 2020 did. Because I'm done with it. 2020 was a <laughs> wild, wild ride. It sucked. <laughs> yeah, well, it had it had some good, but... Uh, I'm trying to like put like a little more positive spin on it with just needing it a wild ride. So I was just like, it sucked. There's no, it there's sucked. no other way to put it, Luna. It just plain out sucked. And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay that it sucked. Uh we're gonna do better theoretically hopefully but uh yeah i, I mean most of us will oh boy right? but anyways guys welcome back to last week gig episode 12 i totally forgot to change the title i'm so sorry um <laughs> <laughs> i knew uh, today like the setup you guys has been a roller coaster <laughs> Um, my graphics card kind of sort of broke over the holidays, and I forgot to switch things over in OBS so it wouldn't start. <laughs> so that's great. Um, but it works now. Yay. But welcome, everybody. <laughs> welcome back to last week, gig episode 12. Episode heckin' 12. Like, oh my goodness. I am a Lunaromi. You can find me on uh, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, and... This is Sound. Introduce yourself. I'm Sounds Not Straight. You can find me basically on every uh, thing like that with a S O U N D S N O T S T R eight, and uh, we're going to be doing the podcast and hanging out with you all today in this 2021 first podcast, first day of the year. Let's go. We got some good topics. We got ESO, Animal Crossing, of course, because that's our, like, you know, the bread and butter. We got Pogo. Pogo's been really good <laughs> with us. I feel uh, like we got we've got, like, our, like, really good handful of topics that we cover pretty much every podcast. And then here and there we'll mix in some, like, newer things and other things. But I like it. I like it, too, because, like, there's actually content to go over with it. So it's not like we're beating a dead horse. As I shoved the horse into the bed. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, so let's kick it off with ESO. Um, We're wrapping up the last Indrek event of mm -hmm. the year. How it Doesn't it end like on the 4th? So you guys have like three more days left until the Indrek event ends. I love how we're that. calling it the Indrek event. The Indrek event. No other event. The new life. New new life. No, no, festival. it's called Indrik event now. The, 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 the Indrik festival. It, get your uh Indrik EVs, evolve them with berries into yeah. like Espeon, Vaporeon, <laughs> totally. Jolteon. Yeah, that's how it works. There's Pokemon in ESO. I've been True grinding story. for the ghost berries because I need that. So I guess Ghostion. Ghostion, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Seems to become a thing. Ghostion, yes. oh my goodness. I wrote that down. I hope you're happy. 
Perfect. And then I uh I splurged and got the uh the Shaladors today. Oh I saw on Twitter. Oh my goodness. I'm so I'm sad. Not- I wanna furnish my Shaladors so badly, but I can't because like yes oh my god. I can barely play ESO right now, let me tell you. It's going to be a terrible few weeks until I get my new graphics card. Actually, it's supposed to come on the 6th, hopefully. Ooh, Fingers crossed. Big, big excite. Big, big excite. excite. Oh my goodness. Are you getting like one of those new fangled dangled ones, or you got yourself something? I got the 2060 G4s oh, thing. You know what? Those are... They're really good. And they're great priced now because the 3000 series came out. So Well, I had the 1660 Ti, mm-hmm. um, but that one broke. And that's like, you can't find that anywhere right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just non-existent. Um, but I found the last, get this, I'm not even joking. This was the last GeForce 2060 on a German Amazon from third from a third-party seller. Whoa. <laughs> very particular. I am very lucky that I have somebody in Germany right now who's coming over in a few days. Yeah. Because otherwise, I would not have been able to get this at all. <laughs> well, I'm very glad. Because Newegg had yeah. them. But Newegg was like, oh, we'll ship within like 35 days. And I'm like, okay. Uh, that's 35 days that I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, um, no. How about just no? <laughs> How about I like get this today, preferably? No, but um, it's I'm I'm really glad that I'm gonna be getting it really soon, and hopefully, hopefully if it arrives there in time, anyways. Um, so yeah, but anyways, ESO, you guys, freaking Shaladors. How long is Shaladors is still there? I didn't even check. Do you know? I didn't even check either. I was just like, me want. And Tamriel <laughs> Crown Exchange is like, you won a new car, and I'm like, I did. Yes, now pay us gold. It was like, so So for those who don't know, Tamriel Crown Exchange allows you to use in-game gold for people who want to do this. And it's actually acknowledged and noted that it's perfectly legal by Zoss. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and they reason, had a concept. now you can give houses in ESO. Yes. Like you can, you can do give them houses. as gifts. Yeah. Which so is the Tamriel Crown Exchange just offered the Shaladors as a entry it was a contest they were having on their discord and i entered in it i was like hey if i win i win cool you know and it was a chance to buy it so that was what you you didn't get it for free it was a chance to get it for gold which comes out to yeah so and it was a A 500 to one crown exchange yeah it was it it was a six five zero zero and then three zeros after that (laughs) okay so (laughs) So something Luna would never be able to afford in her wildest dreams. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so happy you got I'm really excited to see what you're gonna furnish it as. Uh probably like a community hall, to be honest. Um, based off my character stuff. Cause she's married to a Telbani mage, so it looks perfect for it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna so. make mine like kind of like my character's main character's kind of like own pocket realm that she made. Yeah. Um, but I still want it I feel to like be that's somewhat useful. So I'm probably going to have some, some like crafting stations and stuff around. Um, but yeah, that's really cool. And um, that's probably going to, I don't know, but let me quickly see how long that is still on the crown store. I'm checking now. I'm literally <laughs> logging in as we're doing this for you. Shall I do? Okay, we'll, we'll let it out to sound then. Um, 
Other exciting things, though, we already talked about this on last podcast, but Gates of Oblivion, the official global announcement is going to be happening on the 21st of January at 5 Mm -hmm. p.m. Eastern. Um, And if you have linked your ESO account to your Twitch account, you will obviously get drops and also the Viridescent Dragon Frog pet. So if you haven't done that, you should totally do that. Stream team members have started to receive mysterious letters from a, a one Dremora called Lyranth that you may or may have not met on your adventures in Elder Scrolls Online. Um, she's like the last Dremora of the, I love this, the Fool Killers clan. <laughs> yeah, so don't, you don't want to be a fool around her. You might be killed. Har, har, har. <laughs> Basically. Her clan is pretty cool. Like, you go through like a series of quests and stuff like that with her in cold harbor i'm not gonna spoil Mm -hmm. it too much yeah and the ending of it actually takes place in the imperial city sewer dungeon so do recommend knocking those particular quests out with her before the dlc um just because it'll be a good way to introduce you to her at her lore and possibly whatever zoss has in store uh, if you don't mind, though, do you have your letter nearby? I haven't re- I haven't been able to go to my um, post box yet, so I don't know if it's there yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, when you um, get it, you're going to have to, like, read it, because... I mean... Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it says the same thing on every letter, right? Some There's been some different coins that people have gotten. I saw, like... I don't know. It's okay. So here's what's driving me banana. ESO stream team. I love y'all, but y'all taking teeny tiny pictures. And I'm like, I'm old and I can't read. And some people look like they have like more writing than they don't. (laughs) Something about the flame clan. She took a coin and she needs a mortal's touch. Well, this one that I've got saved here is from the letter that Stardance received. And here it says, little mortal, the coin included with this letter is one of three such discs that hold some significance to the order of the waking flame. The cultist I acquired from has no further need of it, and it may assist us in the near future. Study the coin, for I believe there may be a clue to the cult's activities hidden in its etched surfaces. In due time, I will summon you. Things are about to occur, and I will require a mortal's touch. Be ready. Lyranth. There you go. That's what Stardancer's letter says. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. I just can't read it, because I'm old. Oh, I had to save and, like, super zoom in. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, take these zoomed out pictures. Like, no. No. Stop. (laughs) I want, want, like, a, a line for line zoomed in picture. So I can read the I full thing. The <laughs> Give me the lore. I'm really excited for it, though. I want to really, like, every coin has different things around it, like different writing and stuff on it. I think USB has been trying to decipher some of the things. I'm super excited to see what's going to be in store with this next chapter story. I'm I'm excited, too. We know it's going to do with uh, Daddy Dagon, so that's going to be good. Um... Something, something, Black Reach, Black Marsh. I think it's gonna still be in Colovia, but like on the border. I think so too. I'm still putting my money on Colovia. I think I, it would be too easy. 
I refuse to accept that Kalovi isn't part of the next chapter until the next DLC chapter thing is literally on the PTS. Once it's on the PTS and Kalovia isn't part of it, I'll be like, okay, fine. But <laughs> until then, Kalovia is gonna be part of next chapter. <laughs> and then and then we both got our money on a bard. Uh-huh. I'm feeling and, it. I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know what they're gonna do with the next um the next class. I maybe maybe they'll pull a quick one and be like, you know what, we're not we're not actually gonna do a class this time around. Because this is what you guys expect, so we're not gonna do that. Um but I feel like a lot of people have been asking for a bard. And we know that with the necromancer, one of the reasons they went with necromancer when they did was because of the of how popular it was, like of how much it has been requested. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do go with bard. And, and I know it's honestly a playstyle we really need in the game, in my opinion. It'd be really cool, I think. Support and stuff, yeah. It, it it's the it's the whole support with DPS hybrid mm -hmm. kind of thing because right now healers kind of in in an in game sense and we're talking like the the five percent content they're only used if you're gonna in four mans if you're gonna do deathless runs hard modes and then in like trials they're definitely mostly used for debuff buffing for score push mm -hmm. for anybody else playing the game they're they're still useful. But for people who are super into endgame, they start slowly stop using a healer. Yep. And start to incorporate self-healing and more like somebody buffing each other kind mm -hmm. of thing. Which I, I feel, feel like, like a bard would provide that. I feel like with like support DPS though, isn't Templar technically a great class for that? I mean, any class can technically be set up for that if you think I mean, about yeah. it. It's it's all about the sets and the moves that you do. Like, um, my warden does that because she wears powerful assault and war machine because mm -hmm. that buffs everybody. And then, you know, cutting dive and um, the, the, the swarm debuff the targets with off balance and stuff like that. So, so I mean, it's just all in, in the build mm -hmm. and what your group needs and what you're going to have fun with kind of thing. And I feel like a bard would definitely be a really fun class. Like in other games, they typically buff, debuff, light heal. And that would be really cool to be able to see. What if they had a natural source of courage, for example? That'd be cool, yeah. Because right, the only way to get courage right now is through sets. Mm -hmm. I think that would be amazing if we had a class that could produce courage <laughs> without like, a Give set. me bard. I mean, I definitely know a few... And a certain very specific member in the community that would be very happy about a bard class. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. I think he would probably throw a freaking party or something. It would be <laughs> illegal so for him to not play it. Yeah. <laughs> like the Zots would police come up and be like, if you don't play this class... We got a problem. You're in trouble. <laughs> You're in trouble, you mister. You last snow <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. But I'm really excited to see where Gates of Oblivion will take us. Do we know if Sky Oblivion is coming out before this Don't thing? No, we honestly with the amount of like delay that Sky Oblivion has had, I don't think so, sadly. Yeah, they did say 2020, but like when? <laughs> 
Because yeah. I wanna I wanna play Oblivion before ESO's Oblivion. There's some thing, good you know? if you go on and mod Oblivion, there's a lot of like unofficial patches fixed mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And there's the the sexy face mod and stuff like that. So you can play it. It you won't have to deal with the potato faces as bad. That's like all I know of Oblivion. Potato faces. And just go to Nexus modding. You won't yeah. need Sky Oblivion. If they I have. do it, I'll just sit funs in front of it here. Have fun. Knock Make this out. look not like crap. <laughs> Make my game look good, please. <laughs> here, I'll link it to you so you can have that. The the Oblivion mods. There's some really good ones like lighting, um, and oh, overlay. Yeah, I bet. There's some killer Skyrim ones too. So yeah, I have no doubts in that. Um, I yeah. So yeah, to December, not December, oof, we're past that um, <laughs> January, January 21st, guys, mark your calendars. It's going to be the official reveal of Gates of Oblivion. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I'm excited. Oh, um, daddy day gone. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't gotten your index yet, be sure that you continue to do the event because it will be ending on December. Heck, January 4th. I'm still in December. I'm sorry. I'm not ready for Christmas to end. I was just, we were just having dinner um, a bit ago with Funzie. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, there's just something so cozy and just wholesome about this time of year. I like, I love it. So I'm not ready for it to end. I love the excuse to have lots of hot chocolate. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um... But talking about this time of year, Animal Crossing New Horizons, they have been pulling those festivities and events, and oh my goodness, they're so wholesome. Let me tell you, I am on like December 17th. I am, I, it's not even been Christmas yet on my island. Oh, <laughs> it's so wholesome. Like, honestly, this game came out at the right place and time for everybody who needs it. Like this, like, so my roommate hasn't been able to move over to Washington where her girlfriend lives. Um, so they did New Year's together on the island Aww. in Animal Crossing. So it was so cute. Like, a lot of people are doing that kind of stuff, spending holidays together with friends and families. Do you spend weddings on Animal Crossing? Graduations. I know, it's so it's, cute. I can't even. It's so adorable. Like, I'm like, legit, when I see, like, the weddings in Animal Crossing, I'm like, you know, yeah, Fonzie and I still want to get married. <laughs> Maybe. I know. I wouldn't have to worry about seating plan and all that stuff and... Uh. Oh my god, that would be so cute. And then you could invite everybody digitally... And then nobody has to have plane tickets Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And you can make it look exactly how you want. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's been a lot of really cool um, events happening in Animal Crossing. And obviously, um, the New Year's one, which began at 5 a.m. on December uh, 31st and ended at 2 p.m. today on (laughs) January 1st, I believe. Um. And you, it was super cute. So I didn't do it on my own island, but I did visit Jimmy's island with Maddie and stuff. And we kind of went there on the countdown. It was really cute. And 
you when you talk to Nook, you have to talk to him twice. But when you talk to him the second time, he'll give you like a hat, which I found adorable. And apparently, if you take the time to talk to each of your villagers twice while you have your own hat on, they will um, notice it and put their own hats on. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So, um, the it's the faci- the festivities kind of like are the whole day and stuff. But then at like eleven thirty p.m., everybody will be gathered or start gathering at a town center. At which point, it's really easy to pick off the separate villagers and talk to them and stuff. Aww. It's super cute, and they all cheer and everything. If you haven't done it, I highly recommend. You know, just. Break your rule of no time traveling if you've got that. Go back in time and experience it. Because it is just so wholesome and so adorable. And I highly recommend experiencing it. Um, And also, I don't know if this is still on, but during December, from December 26th, so from Boxing Day on, you were able to get the Sunflower Crown, the Sunflower Rug, the Fizzy Apple Juice, the 12 Grape Dish, the Berliner... The, and the New Year's noodles from the Nook shopping thing. Oh, yeah. That's super cute. Like, I like the little nods to, like, different people's New Year's traditions. Yeah, right? It's just... And- <laughs> they've done such a good job with this game, honestly. Like I said, right place, right time for everybody mm-hmm. to, to enjoy it kind of thing. Definitely. And now, until January 15th, I think there's new Nook store items now. So you can get yep. the 2021 Celebratory Arch, the Olivier Salad, the Soviet Ox figurine, the Kagamimotu, <laughs> the Kadamatsu, the New Year's Shimekasari, and the Yut Nori. No idea what those are, but they sound fun, and they're limited time, so go and get them. Uh, it's a south southern so like they have like different like so like they have like the southern korean and like the different like like this is the year of the ox so obviously they're gonna have like ox figures and stuff like that mm-hmm. that makes sense so but technically chinese new year hasn't happened yet so maybe we're gonna see a special chinese new year celebration on the islands i'm not sure chinese new year <laughs> happens just before my birthday so I'm technically I don't know just after I don't know I know that I was supposed to be monkey but I'm I'm a goat you're a goat goat. I'm a double goat because I'm a Capricorn (laughs) (laughs) I'm a I'm a bunny and an Aries oh you're bunny I used to always think that was a monkey but because Chinese New Year's happens just around my birthday it's different for me (laughs) Well, technically, so so technically, Chinese New Year, February twelfth, will mark the beginning of the ox for this year, mm-hmm. and then that's like several days. And what element is it going to be? So there's always an element, and it's a metal ox this year. So it starts January thirtieth to the twelfth. And then the metal ox occurs every 12 years, according to the Zodiac information. So we'll see if it's actually 
Uh, it's supposed to be a lucky year <laughs> for relationships and love. Sounds great. <laughs> Perfect. I'm okay well, with that. Rooster was supposed to be for work and money. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for work, huh? Hmm. Work and money. Yeah. Twenty twenty had other plans. Twenty twenty was just like, well, guess what? <laughs> Oh my goodness. We're not going to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> love that. Um, but speaking of uh, New Year's, Pokemon Go has been going ham with the New Year's items and everything like that. Uh, they have the research task going on right now where you can get a party hat Pikachu, party hat Eevee, and a New Year's Slowpoke with cute little glasses. And How it long is that going on until... That is going to stick around till it started the 31st of December and it's going to stick around till the 4th. So you guys got this weekend to get your steps in and get your little friends. They have some cute hats and balloons in the uh, the item shop as well too. And Pichu is hatching out of uh, 2k eggs right now as well. And he's got a little hat on and there's going to be a why not as well. And, you and can, increased shiny, why not? And you can earn double candies from hatching eggs, eggs right now. Of course. She um, says because she totally read this up and has no idea what's going on in Pokemon Go. It's okay. <laughs> but the, uh, the, for a while we had some overlap with the holiday ones with like the cute little, uh, little uh, bear Pokemon. I can't remember its name right now. The Did little sniffly say? one. No, the sniffly ice one that turns into bear ice. Oh! The mm, The cute one! I mean, they're both cute, but this one's like cub. ice! Cub... Cub... Cubfu? Cubchu. Cubchu? Bear ice Pokemon. I like how we're... Uh, Cubchu, you're right. Is it Cubchu? Yeah, it's Cubchu. He's got the little snot nose. Yes! And the, the holiday one had this cute little Christmas bow in its ear. And then they had like the holiday stamp layer with like the jingle bell necklace. And then there was a Aww. Santa Pikachu. That was really cute. Aww. I caught a few of those. That's adorable. Yeah, oh, it was fun. No. I just found, I just is, I should not be looking at Pokemon during a podcast because I just found something cute. Uh oh, like, what'd you find? It's a little Alolan Vulpix with a little um, a hood thingy. It's so cute. <laughs> Honestly, Alolan Vulpix is the best Vulpix. Right? It's so cute. Gonna, I love it. I'm going to put it in chat for stream. People should be able perfect. to see it. I'll link it to you as well. Oh, perfect. <gasps> oh my god, it's so cute. And it talks. It's from Build-A-Bear. Yo, Build-A-Bear is expensive. Like... Yo, Build-A-Bear is expensive. Holy moly. I remember... So my whole entire life, ever since I was a kid, I used to always see these, like, Build-A-Bear workshop ads. So I was like, oh, I want to go, I want to go. But we didn't have one around, like, where we lived. And then when I moved to the UK, um, to Bristol with Fonzie, they had one there. And I'm like, oh, my God, they have a Build-A-Bear. Let's go. I spent... I think... How much did we spend? I think over 50 pounds... Let me see. How much is 50 GBP in... Oh, crap. They have, like, the Valentine's luxury bear right now. 
and it has like diamonds with it for $150. What the actual? Yeah, but 70 bucks for a freaking bear? It's expensive. I mean, like, it's a cute, like, gift, I guess. This one, like, <laughs> you could record your voice and give her a uh, crystal necklace. Farvo, whatever, I can't pronounce it. Fargoski. <laughs> Stuff I don't care about because I'm not, like, in my 50s. <laughs> there. I mean, I want the Vulpix. I had a little Jedi bear. That said, I love you. Because Fonzie recorded it. Oh, that's really cute. Oh my god, there's an Eevee in PJs. Oh, this has now become the Build-A-Bear Workshop podcast. Hi, welcome to Build-A-Bear. There's a Cirrus Berry plushie. That she can't even finish her sentence. She's just like, oh my god, look at this. <laughs> the Bulpex isn't on the website. There is a Bulbasaur one. Oh, don't show T. Bulbasaur <laughs> one. And there's a Meowth one. Why do you need to not do these cute things? It's just... Wait. I forbid There's only So right now, only right now, is the Eevee, the Pikachu, the Meowth, and a Dragonite. Which they're out of stock. And then a Snubble. Who the hell wants a Snubble? That thing is terrifying. Snubble. I'm sorry to anybody who likes Snubble. The angry dog. The pink one. Oh, that, oh my god, yes. They have a child. I mean... <laughs> what the hell, Luna? They have a child, what? <laughs> they have a child. They have a child! <laughs> and then they have the child, Baby Yoda. Oh. Baby Yoda, there you go. <laughs> I love how you just went silent for a moment. They like, have a child. What is she talking about? They have just lost it. This is it, guys. The end. I, I got one of the baby Yodas. They had like a baby Yoda oh, at Target that I picked up for my roommate. That was her Christmas present this year. Oh, cute. Because she actually likes watching The Mandalorian, so... I I feel like I really need to, like, get into it. It's it's good. It's good stuff. Definitely recommend, uh, especially now that it's pretty much uh, winding out for the season, so you can have a nice binge. Yeah. So. I'm a binger. When I get into a show, I, I, I need to binge. I have a couple of animes I'm lining up. I want to watch this one called Over the Moon for You with Code. He apparently already watched it, but he'll watch it again with me, he said. so. You know what Fonzie did the other day? What? So there's this anime that I found in the UK, and I was like, hey, let's watch this. I don't even know what it's called. But I was like, hey, let's watch this together. And he was like, eh. Like, not, no, I don't really want to. And I was like, okay, never mind. And <laughs> the other day I look over... He's watching something on his phone. Guess which anime he's watching? The one that you wanted to watch with him, <laughs> yes, of course. And I'm just like, are you serious right now? Like, really? I feel trolled. I feel big, big trolled. <laughs> oh my goodness. But anyways, you know, Build-A-Bear sponsor us. Hello, thank you. Uh, hey, but Build-A-Bear. <laughs> <laughs> let's segue back onto On Topic, which I know really happens, happens here. What's the topic? Um, 
Pokemon Go has also released or is releasing Mega Evolutions. I've never been a big fan of Mega Evolutions. Well, they've had them out for a while now. Oh, okay. They introduced a whole Quest series for them, which was really cool. Um, they're releasing more of them. I I like them in Pokemon Go, especially because it just provides more grind. And a lot of people just Sound don't have anything to grind, grind. for right I like grind. When Sound you have a good like grind, spirit. you have a good time. <laughs> You're weird. I don't like grinding. It's too tedious. Yeah. It's fun. So you, you say, hey, Luna, look, there's this fun event on this game. Oh, really? What do I have to do with it? Well, you have to do this and that and that. And then you have to do that so you can do that. And then you have to do that and this and that. And I'm like, uh-huh. Cool. And then I never touch it. <laughs> um, But also, there's been a leak. Oh, now, my God. Mm, I'm so excited. So, Diamond and Pearl... Um, no, it wasn't, wait, Diamond Pearl came, came after Sapphire. Diamond Pearl was fourth, right? Fourth gen? Yeah. Yeah. Diamond Pearl was fourth gen. Yeah, okay, I remember now. Yeah, so apparently, Diamond and Pearl will be, I mean, will be the next Pokemon game. The re-release one. That's the heavily hinted, and what everyone's thinking it's gonna be, there's not There's not really much official to go on. No. But there's a lot of, like, leaked stuff. There's been a lot of, like... So they, the leaked information expected an announcement at the end of December. Um, and it's expected that it will use the same engine as Sword and, uh, Sword, uh, Sword and Shield um, with more of the 8-gen mechanics. And it's been super highly anticipated by fans. Everyone's been wanting Diamond and Pearl. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do go with that next time. Like, next next round. I haven't been waiting for it, to be honest. It was my favorite generation. Um, that's what I got into. When I got into, like, Super Endgame, that was the, the version Diamond and Pearl was what I, like, started learning how to do breeding and, like, min-maxing Pokemon. So that's that was the generation. That's why I'm excited to see the remake for it. So. I want Crystal. Crystal was good too. Crystal was like the first game where I said, "Look, I could play a girl." This it's is true. Great. Oh my god, yeah, you're right. Because it didn't happen in the first one. First one, you had to be a guy, and that's that. I mean, I always pretended that it was a girl. I mean, they just were kind of fudge looking, anyways. They were just yeah. like a little fudge person. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm really excited for it. I'm honestly, I think, I guess maybe it's because of my, you know, old age. Um, <laughs> I'm more excited for remakes of Pokemon than I am for the newer stuff. I've been enjoying like the DLC that Galar has offered, to be honest, but I can understand the desire to want to have the remakes as well, too, just to go back and visit the older games. I just feel like... So Fonz has been judging me very heavily on playing Pokemon because, and he's right, it's essentially the same game over and over again. Um, just with a little bit of a different story and a little bit different looking creatures. But essentially it's the same thing over and over again. And I guess I just, there comes a point where, they, I feel like they did really well with the Gala region. I like the majority of the new Gala region Pokemon. I don't think they look over the top ridiculous. But I feel like in some of the past previous versions in Pokemon, 
Um, they've gotten to a point where the Pokemon just look a bit too I, ridiculous. Yeah, if that makes sense. You I know? feel like Alola was weird. Alola was really weird. Yeah, for me. X and Y was fine. I didn't mind X and Y. They had a couple of weird ones like before that, like Deoxys <laughs> and the black and white with the dragons and the dragon fusion thing. That was a little weird too. But like ultimately they felt still within the line. But Alola with the the Ultra Beast thing. Alola <laughs> just it just lost its touch. And Alola, Alola was weird. They were it, it felt it felt really off-brand, and I think they realized that. Yeah. Still the very first Pokemon game I've never finished. Same. I, only because I lost my my DS, but I'd probably finish it if I had it. <laughs> no, I tried. I tried. A few months ago, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. And then I turned it on. I played for two hours. I was like, I can't do this. I can't. This is, I can't do this. It's just no. It just it doesn't click with me. They changed everything. They changed the whole dynamic. It's not just some of the like way out of super wacky Pokemon, but it's also just the whole the gym leaders. Everything was changed. Everything that we've grown to know and love. They were just like, you know what? You you see this like whole box of things that you love. Yeah, we're throwing those out the window. We're gonna do this new thing, and it's like uh. Also, it felt overly kid friendly yeah and it was super easy <laughs> like it was, everything about it, it felt so like easy. i was playing dora the explorer pokemon version kind of that's how i yep. felt with alola and i was like you know i get that this is still kind of marketed towards kids but also you have a lot of adults playing this i feel like pokemon's main um audience are probably adults now and at least with their games and as such you need to find that balance where the adults can still find enjo enjoyment in this game if you're gonna make the game in a way that it's just gonna feel like dora the explorer you nobody's gonna want to play that i feel like they the with the adult target audience the end game is where you're gonna get the challenge yeah playing versus player but i still like a good story like I'm, no i agree i'm very story is what gets me into games i feel um it's like i restarted destiny the other day um when cherry was still here because that's what we played last year we had a ton of fun with it but since then they've done an update on destiny and i really love the fact that the tutorial does last you 40 minutes anymore that's great but also it does a really piss poor job of getting you into the story. Like, True. it just feels like, I don't know if you ever played the first Destiny, but the first Destiny felt very aimless to me, and that's exactly how this feels now. It feels Ooh. very aimless, like, oh, go kill these Fallens there, all right, you've done that, now go kill a few more there, because we need this for this and that. But you don't really... You don't get into it. The initial Destiny 2, how it went, is sure the first tutorial beginning stage was like 40 minutes long, but it really got you into that story. It really got you hyped up for that story, which made going around and exploring the different areas and killing all the different fallen in the different areas more fun to do. Because you were curious, you wanted to unlock more. Whereas now it's like, 
I guess I'll shoot these guys, and then I guess I'll go over there and shoot those guys, because what else, you know? Um, so that's why <laughs> the whole thing, just say that I think story is really, really important in, in any game. For me, personally, it's what drives me to want to explore more. Heck, in ESO, it's the same thing. If ESO yeah, had no. a piss-poor story, I wouldn't want to go around and explore Western Skyrim or whatnot. And, and that's true. Like you have to like the atmosphere and the vibe the game has. Otherwise you're not going to want to jump into it and do it. So, and that's why some people will drop out of a series or some people will uh, get into a series because it's like, Oh, well I like the aesthetic of this, mm-hmm. but it's just like this game. Well, it's a different, it's <laughs> the aesthetic that I like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's true. Which actually, I think, brings me to our final topic. Well, kind of final topic. But games we've been playing recently. I got into Cyberpunk. Oh? How are like, you liking it? Um, so, um, uh, slight spoiler. Okay. Like, very beginning, first 30 minutes of the game kind of spoiler. Um... Even you, you have like three different stages that you can choose. You can choose street rat uh, story stage. You can do um, corpo, and what's the other one, Fonzie? Street kid, corpo, and nomad. And nomad, street kid, corpo, and nomad are the three different things that you have. And cool. then when I first tried it, I went into street kid because I was like, hmm, let's go. With, I don't know, just felt cooler to me. But I went there. And one of the characters that you meet, which is kind of really important um, for the story thing, it's like it wasn't properly written because on a street kid story path, it feels like they are forcing this friendship to be a thing, even though you had just met this person. And on the corpo... It introduces the same person as you having had a background with them, like you having known that person for a very long time. So it wasn't forced. Um, with Street Kid, it was like you met on this certain thing in the bad. I'm trying to be super vague with it. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to do this thing, um, and he that that person's there wanting to do the same thing. So there's a bit of conflict, but then you kind of like hug it out. And then there's like this cinematic of you guys having fun and then you're best friends. And it just feels like it feels so forced, you know, because first you're like an opposing sides kind of, and then all of a sudden you're best friends. And that just, that made me not really get into the game. It just made me feel really detached with the character. Um, but I restarted on Corpo and I'm having a lot of fun with it because at that person, like you actually have a proper background with them. Like you've known them for many years. Um, so it's different and I'm actually really enjoying it. Like it's not, it's still not my kind of world really, but I love the freedom you have of exploration. And that's exactly what I was saying. Like, if I'm not going to enjoy the story, I'm not going to want to go explore. But I'm enjoying the story, so now I kind of want to go explore. And I love how you can get, like, higher street credits and stuff, like better reputation with the police and stuff, I guess, by uh, um, taking care of of other criminals. (laughs) 
<laughs> which I find hilarious because essentially you're a criminal, so you know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've been you're a criminal with a heart Punk. and charm. Yeah, you're a criminal <laughs> with heart and charm, so it's okay. <laughs> No, I've been getting really into Cyberpunk, and I definitely highly recommend playing it for more than just 30 minutes. Like, give it a proper shot, play it for, set yourself aside an afternoon, and try it. It does still have a, quite a few bugs. Like, mm-hmm. I, I walked into an area to loot something, and I couldn't get out. I was stuck in that area, and I was like, oh, that's womp great. Womp. Um but, like, it's not that bad. Like, I haven't had that many detrimental, game-destroying glitches. And they're working really hard in improving it. So it can only go up from here. But, mind you, you're also playing, like, you're actually playing it. You're not trying to purposely break the game or no. abuse it or anything like that. I'm which a lot of people, it. Like, a lot of people, a lot of the bugs, there's, like... 60% of the bugs are just bugs. And then some of them are like abuse bugs and stuff yeah. like that. Like people, like there was this one that was known for a while and I was talking to my roommate about it where they were talking about how their game files were getting corrupted and everything like that. But it was because they were trying to like do some sort of weird, like save file feature and abuse or something well, like that. Well, lesson learned, don't do weird shit with your game. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, what games have you been playing recently? Honestly, I've been getting into C- Crown Tundra. When uh, we went up to Michigan to meet Code's family, uh, mm-hmm. we brought our Switches. And uh, we were like, oh, we can play on the plane. It'll be so cute. And then uh, apparently you can't do the new trial raid things on local with oh, really? people. You That's can only weird. do like the regular dens. And That's I was very strange. upset. I was I was a little upset over that. So we did them together, but separately. And the goal was to get Code a Rayquaza because that's Code's favorite Pokemon in the whole entire world. Were you successful? So I was like, oh yeah, he got it. His <laughs> third raid. Oh, nice. His third raid. Oh, is that why you? I think I saw a tweet from you where you saying something about Code's uh, Pokemon RNG or something. It's stupid. He got it his third <laughs> gosh dang raid. And I'm just so like, mad. whatever. <laughs> Why do I even try? <laughs> I'm sitting Co- there hustling Co- going, I'm gonna get it. Code Co- doesn't need help. He's got enough RNG. No, he doesn't. He's got, his, he's got enough RNG that he doesn't need anything. <laughs> oh my goodness. But I'm, so yeah, he got that. I am I'm big sad. I wanna play ESO. Look at it it'll be soon. I know, I know. It's so weird. You know, it's there every day and then like when you can't play it's like by ESO. I need my And medicine. I'm sitting here going, Tra la la, I got it in Drick, tra la la. I got shalladers, <laughs> la la la. I got money to furnish it. You don't ha ha ha. I no. don't know what I'm gonna do in it, but I have it. <laughs> I guess I should do surveys so I can have like crafting materials. I don't have anything to craft though. I don't even know what I could craft. Like I was like looking at my stuff and I was like, wow, oh, I don't remember getting this pattern. Well, I mean, first I thing you do is you go to a crafting station and you see what uh-huh. you can do. Yeah, that's not. 
<laughs> sounds complicated. It sounds too complicated. That sounds fake, Luna. What are you talking what about? What if I just... What if I just give people stuff and tell them to make me be like, I want a thing. Here's this. Here's stuff. Division of labor. That works. (laughs) That works too. I know plenty of people who would be more than happy to do that. If you gave them the maths or the the things. (laughs) There you go. That'll be fun. Oh my goodness. Chalidors is so good. I don't it's like so the pretty. I don't like the green sky. Oh, it looks purpley on my screen. So it changes colors. Oh. Unless they took that away, but it changes colors. Um when I first went into it on the PTS, I think there was like a green sky. Like a lime green. I don't know if it's lime green. Kinda like greeny yucky sky. I didn't like the green yucky sky. I like the purpley and the blue sky. Those are pretty. That's um, mostly what I've noticed is the purple. I haven't seen any green, but I'm also like tra la la trying to find all the secret spots and stuff like that. <laughs> so. And it's got some great space and some really good like visual storytelling. So I'm going to definitely do that. It does. So Shalidors has like, you come in, you've got these big uh, dragon styled kind of arches. And then you have these two towers, um, which I feel like the towers are great because you can make them feel really full without Mm -hmm. really packing a ton of items in them because of how small they are. You know, if you still want to have an ample space to walk around, you can, yeah, I feel like you can fill them up quite nicely without using too many furnishing slots. And then um, outside, you know, trees and stuff, fill it up easily, like use big trees, right? And then you can really focus on the underground. Because underground, you have this massive big hall. I noticed that. That was really cool. I like that. I like the little hidey spots. Like there's like the little pond. Mm-hmm. That you can uh, chill out with. So I think yeah. I'm definitely going to add like a little reflecting area with that. A little seating area. That'll be nice. I wish I had more Nimbus clouds, to be honest. Right? Like now, like, man, I should have gotten more. Like, it feels very unfair that we don't have access to them anymore. I mean, I no bought more. a ton. I just have a ton of them down in my witch's cottage. <laughs> yeah, you put like all of them in the witch's cottage. I, I have feel like, like you're three gonna, or like, four in my witch's cottage. I think. I think you're probably gonna raid them, knowing you, and <laughs> be like, "I don't need three or four of them." It's I, I can do with one, just right here. <laughs> Stick them in Shalador. Shalador ne- deserves it, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, what about what about your 2021 goals? Finish Shalador's house. <laughs> My 2020 twin goals for the Shalador's house is actually get it done. Um, <laughs> along with the waters. Those are both, you know, big lots that I have that I haven't finished. So you can do it. I, I love I that you're getting into housing. Let me tell you, I love that you're getting into housing and you're doing really good. I really love the things that you've created so far in housing. I try to like approach it more realistic, I guess. Like I want it to look like it's part of the game. <laughs> People can do some insane stuff, I feel but like, like, I feel like, I'm just a baby. <laughs> no, but you're doing so good. You're being so creative with it. Like, I'm just like, okay, this is a chair and this is a table. All right, food goes on the table. Okay, cool, done. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't... I'm not... I'm more of a, like, these are the items that we have. This is what I'm going to use. I'm not so much of a create crazy, creative, thinking out of the box kind of things with it. You know, like the things, if I do anything like out of the box with my furnishing stuff in ESO, I've likely seen it somewhere else. <laughs> like on uh, um, when Thierry, Thierry, actually, if you want to get into housing, you guys, Tierney is great. Um, she does some amazing housing things and she can teach you all about that. Like she knows housing in and out. Whether it's an ESO some, or Final Fantasy, like she knows her stuff. There are some great housing answers in the communities, and are. I really appreciate watching. It's honestly the best way to get into housing is just to to watch people and see what they're doing, and do like the animals do, and then make it your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, sounds ultimate twenty twenty one goal is to finish the two houses. Well, that's my ESO goals. I feel like my ultimate, like, overall goal, though, like, I, I was actually talking about this on Twitter, and we kind of touched it uh, in the Discord as well, too. It's like, um, I think, like, we should just overall just normalize streamers and content creators' desires to want growth. Yeah, normalize definitely. That. I feel I like... Feel like mm -hmm. I feel it's gonna. I don't know. I feel like over the years we've grown very conscious of what other people think or of how other people perceive us, and that in turn has made us like walk on eggshells constantly. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's not just with streaming; it's with everything. We just need to not be afraid of speaking our minds. Like, of speaking what we believe in, of speaking... Like, there's so many times I make a... Like, the other day, this is stupid. Like, I am 28 years old. I'm going to be 29 in, like, less than two weeks. And oh, um, I was posting on Twitter a picture where one of... I think Terry was holding a bottle of champagne. And I was like, oh, oh, should I post that? And it's like... Yeah, like, you're not 12 posting pictures of you drinking champagne. You're almost 29. I think you're allowed to drink champagne when you're 29 years old, you know? It's stuff like that. It's I feel like we get too conscious about what other people think and how other people might perceive us. And I think what hasn't helped with that is all of these bigger YouTubers. Um, yeah. Whenever they look at something the wrong way or breathe the wrong way, people criticize them like crazy. Like, oh my god, this YouTuber is shit. Oh, they should go to prison for that. Oh, the, uh, uh, you know? And it's like, no. Yeah. For, like, anybody. Chill. Like, yeah, we're, we're, we're human, first of all, you know? Second of all, this is online and things can be perceived in a wrong way like i might say something and i might say it in, in a weird way meaning it in like a good sense and somebody else might think oh my god she's being so toxic like i have been seriously like seriously called toxic before because i was joking 
on stream and I was being sarcastic and joking, but somebody came in, somebody that didn't really know my stream or me at all. And they came in and they DM'd me later that day and they're like, oh my god, you're such a toxic streamer. Please stop streaming ESO. We don't need more toxic streamers. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, like, seriously. So whoa. here's the thing. And, and this is something I am going to drill this and people may disagree with me. If you say cancel culture is fake and it's wrong and don't be doing cancel culture shut up pause hold that thought because cancel culture is a dog whistle to a bigger problem we can be critical of people we should be able to speak out and say hey don't be a racist asshole we yeah. should be able to say hey don't be a turf don't be a bigot we're allowed to be critical of people on those counts don't be an unhuman human being it's the things that Luna is talking about here are like young kids, kids, fucking kids on the internet, learning themselves and learning things on the internet. You know, that's the shit you guys need to not be petty over. Mm -hmm. Go fucking dogpile. If you want to dogpile somebody, go dogpile a turf. Have fun. Knock yourself out. There's Punch a Nazi. It's an American thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> There's just, um, these this family that I've followed for years they're an english family um they're called the zirconia jolies and they have this uh kid he uh, they're like i think six or eight years old now something like that and ever since they were like little 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 they've always dressed up as a girl they were born okay. a boy and they've always dressed up as a girl and okay. um so their parents have been very aware and careful with trying not to like over nurture that but trying to let the kid develop themselves you know how they are want or meant to be and okay. um recently last week they got the kid always wanted long hair always always wanted long hair like like their sister and um recently they've been more outspoken about it and stuff so companies have started sending them like pretty dresses and stuff and they're really happy about it and then last week their dad posted a picture of them with extensions in of long Aww. hair and i Yay. think that's like just like so sweet and so supportive and i wish like every parent would be that supportive of their kid and that true to their kid like this is my kid and i'm okay with this let my kid be whatever they want to be you know and there's so been, there's been so many negative comments though like it's so what? sad and then they're like oh no they're pushing um they're pushing their kid to be like that for views and stuff like no and, and and that's that's that, and i i love that this family and they're really inspirational to me because like um um the mother in that family um has been gradually getting weight as well and she always tried fitting into thinner clothes and mm. tried doing everything like doing every diet that there exists she did it she sat she like stayed by it really hard and she just came to a point where she was just not losing any weight anymore. She was continuously gaining weight and she was like, you know what? Why am I forcing myself to eat all of these foods that I don't like just so I can be a stick figure model? 
like you know and mm-hmm. she's like super embracing it now and buying bigger baggier clothes and they're just so inspirational Good. because they just do them screw what Perfect. everybody thinks you know be yourself and i know it's like so hard to be yourself especially if you're on social media i feel we constantly feel like just like a little bit strangled i know i feel super strangled and super anxious all the time over anything and everything i'm posting and i wanna normalize posting your feelings you know or like it's okay to be multifaceted like it's okay for example like i was saying with my champagne thing earlier it's okay to um sound cute and to have giggles and to be childish 90% of the time but then to also like champagne or to also like makeup and video games and everything like I'm not just one side I have many different sides to me and I shouldn't feel judged because I have these different sides to me so that's that's gonna be my goal that's gonna be my goal for 2020 part of my goal anyways to try uh, 2020 2021 sorry to try and be more okay and honest with myself of with like every facet of myself if that makes sense that makes sense because i feel like that needs to be pushed forward especially because i feel like over time we're just like hiding ourselves more and more and or maybe i just see it more now because i'm so immersed in the like online world but um i kind of agree like i don't know after being on twitch for some hot minute and change it feels like there's this whole push for this plastic vibe i guess um like this fabricated personality that people if you don't have this kind of personality then you're not gonna have growth and you don't have views and nobody cares about you kind of thing I'm gonna call it like it is. That's how it feels to me. <laughs> if people but could if disagree. You look, if you look at if you look at uh, like specifically to Twitch now, if you look at people who have like quote unquote made it, you know, like um, several people that I know, both you and I love to watch. Um, there are people who will just say it how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not trying to be anybody else or be like, oh, um. But they're doing it really cute, and they're super cute. Maybe I should just be like that. Or, like, they're really hardcore. Maybe I should... No, just be yourself. If somebody shitty comes in your chat, and they're being shitty to your chat, call them out. If... Yep. Oh, kick them, or something, or have it's a chat. It's free content. <laughs> with, it's free content! Yay! Uh, <laughs> just... You have your chat. This is your chat. This is your community. Your community will be whatever you accept in that community. Whatever you put out and what you accept into that community. If you accept one shitty person, another shitty person will follow. And they will multiply. So speak out. Speak up. It's okay. It's allowed. Yeah, and just because you're like, oh, well... They they give me subs and biddies and stuff like that. I'm like, no, it's not worth it. No, you could be losing a lot more people mm-hmm. that could have been enjoying your content mm-hmm. because of this one toxic entity. And that I know you've it's hard. I know it's really hard when you like, you know, 
when you're trying when you're hungry when you're hungry when mm. you're de- when you're hungry for growth or you're dependent on your twitch income or, or whatever it's really hard to maybe sometimes t- cut a toxic person loose but at the end of the day that one toxic person could be um basically keeping your community from growing further they could be a stranglehold, basically. Yeah, exactly. So you want to get rid of them. You want to get rid of them. If you, if turning on stream, if you're getting to a point where turning on stream is becoming like you are feeling st- like an anxiety trigger, if turning on stream is becoming an anxiety trigger because of one or a couple of people, then it is time to cut those people loose. And it might be hard. It might be really freaking hard, but know that you're not alone. I can guarantee you there are several souls out there who know exactly what you're going through and who will be more than happy to help you through that and to give you any tips and tricks that they can. Make sure you surround yourself with people that you can go all right, I can trust that these guys are going to have my best court. These are going to be your mods. If you have implicit trust like that with your mods, then you know you're doing it right. Yeah. Trust make trust your mods first. If you don't have mods that you can trust, it will make it harder for you to do these things. But it's important to do them. And if you haven't gotten to that point where you can find mods that you can trust, then don't worry. They'll come don't mod people willy-nilly no don't mod people willy-nilly i know that i used to do that and i don't anymore i am very very happy and very confident with my mod team right now because they are they're my friends you know i i trust them if anything goes wrong i message them if i have good news i message them you know um and that's what it should be like if you have one if you have like a mod channel i have a specific mod section in my discord if you have a specific mod section in your discord and sometimes you're second guessing to post there because of a few people that are in there a few people who you've modded really nilly then maybe it's time to let those go and i know that's sometimes harder because they are your mods so you feel like you've placed more responsibility more trust in them but that's why you don't you shouldn't just take a mod willy-nilly. Um, take your time. Take your time. Get to know the person. Get to trust a person. If you're at a point where you really feel like you can trust them, whether they are a mod or not a mod, then you can maybe ask if they want to be one. If they're okay with And it's it. okay. It's okay if they say no, or it's okay if they try it out and it doesn't work out. Yep. Kind of thing. Like, humans are going to be humans first and yep. foremost. Exactly. As long as you guys are honest with it, then it's fine. <laughs> we should just make this like a freaking Twitch uh, podcast at this point. <laughs> uh, what we learned podcast. Uh, humans are humans. <laughs> really? Amazing. A human-run content machine with humans being human-like. Oh, who would have thought? What a revelation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like every podcast we've been segueing into like streaming and growth and stuff like that. And I really, I I love talking about it. Like, don't get me wrong. I love uh, talking about it. But I'm like, should we just like make a Twitch? Like a specialty series? I feel like we could. 
I feel like it, it needs to be done. Or maybe like do like a specialty series where we just focus it. Maybe what, that could be fun. Let us know in the comments, you know. Yeah. When you listen to the podcast. Let us know. Or DM uh, us. If you guys are interested in having like a specialty series where we just focus on our journey through Twitch. Like Luna's partnered, so she she knows what it's about. You know, she's That's done so the grind. Crazy. Sorry. I'm still not over <laughs> it. I'm still not, I still wake Luna up. Luna got partnered. <laughs> I still wake up sometimes in the middle of the night. I'm like, wow, I'm partnered. Holy crap. That actually happened. Like, it's not a wow. Um, sorry. Got a check mark. Probably sounds <laughs> like I'm full of myself, but I'm just in such disbelief, honestly. Um, it's definitely not something that I thought would have happened any any time soon. You worked soon. so hard for it. <laughs> I want to... That's one of my main goals for 2021, honestly. Apart from, like, self-growth. I kind of try every year to improve on myself because i think self-improvement is a really big important thing and we should never stop trying to self-improve ourselves but Agreed. um one of my goals is to become more balanced <laughs> i feel like i go i go really hard with work stuff like i go really hard on um making all these stream plans making youtube videos doing emotes podcasts you know everything or i don't go at all like, either I am working crazy hard and literally doing that from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep to the point where I'm actually falling asleep at my desk, or I'm not doing anything at all. So I want to try and balance that a little more. I want to try and bring out YouTube videos more regularly. Um, and this goes in line with stop not being so afraid of just being myself, because a lot of times I have ideas for something and I'm like, oh... It's probably really stupid. And then I don't do it. Um, and I want to stop that. I want to just go for it. Just go for do it. it. And if it works, it things. works. If it doesn't work, well, let's try again. Back to a drawing board. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like, since you do this full time, you have to ask yourself, is this amount of energy going to be worth it? Is it going to get the return that I want to see from mm -hmm. it? Am I going to have fun with it too? Because mm -hmm. like you have to balance those three things it feels like mm -hmm. from my perspective at least. That's my two cent opinion. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. What are your goals? Like do you have any like uh, stream goals? Do you have any personal I do, goals? I, I do have some. Um, I'm, I'm mostly, I do kind of want to do I want to celebrate like people more. I feel like mm -hmm. we have the nest. And that was something I've been talking about doing for a while is celebrating the community more. I want to celebrate people more. I want to grow and develop the nest as well as my channel at the same time kind of thing. Like they're, they're separate entities in terms of like, um, like myself is myself and the nest is the nest and they both help each other, but they're both like, you know, they're, they're their own things, I guess mm -hmm. is, is what I'm trying to get at. And I would I I cure want to help the space grow to be more accessible because there's not like I was looking there's not a lot of like spaces that are uniquely like this and that's my biggest goal is to make it uh, available for people to feel like they can be themselves uh, because yeah. it's a a queer and neurodivergent and it's very hard to find like good neurodivergent groups out there online, at least in my experience, that are ma maintained well. Like, you can find them, 
but like do you feel comfortable in them mm-hmm. do you feel like you can talk in them do you like those are things you have to ask and that's my goal is to keep it like that um and then my other one is uh probably be more consistent with the podcast mm-hmm. like uh, i think we've been doing pretty good Having yeah. a co-host really helps. Having think, a co-host that you like talking with helps. <laughs> I think one of the things I want to get down to on the podcast is actually starting on time. <laughs> well, what's time? <laughs> yeah, maybe uploading it, having the upload schedule be more consistent would be probably yeah. be good. <laughs> probably. Um, so I've been working, trying to work that out in my head kind of thing. Um, I want to... There's like some arbitrary numbers that I will want to see for myself growth wise. And there's some arbitrary like name tags and stuff like that. That would be kind of cool. Um, but ultimately I, I just, I want to see myself have more fun with my content creation. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I feel like I, I have reached a group where I'm feeling like I'm having fun, but before I wasn't. So I, I, I want to do that for myself. If I'm not having fun, I'm not going to do it. That's the TLDR. <laughs> and that's what I want to walk away with. Because I work a full-time job outside of this. So if I'm not going to have fun with it, then I could I should just go back to work. <laughs> and clock in and make money there. You know? I find it amazing that you... you and you work, like, over time a lot. I find it really, really amazing that you're doing, like, twitch like consecration and um that you do basically that you have a full-time job and still find the time to just the time and the energy to do twitch it helps that people around me make it fun i have friends that make it fun and it's kind of like it's a way to unravel my brain Mm -hmm. and hang out with folks kind of thing yeah because I don't do anything. I'm not in a management position where I work at, which I'm. that makes me blessed, I guess. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, would I still be doing Twitch as hard as I am if I was? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. I like, I like micro organization. I like uh, making spaces for people. I like the leadership aspect. And I like letting it run amok and have fun with it. So... <laughs> I think you would at the very least still be doing like community, something like that. I think you'd still have a community, even if you weren't streaming. I think so too. Uh, Cause it's, it's kind of flourished into this amazing thing. Yeah. And it's nice to see that people actually give a shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But yeah, let us I I would love to hear some of your guys's um 2021 goals. I feel like very important to know with 21 2021 goals like new year's resolutions and stuff like that. Don't pressure yourself. I like to yeah. set kind of like vague um resolutions like I said with self-growth, you know, like I'd like to be learn to be more balanced. I'd like to learn to be less anxious about being myself on social media and stuff like that. Um, but those are like, they're very vague in the sense of like any sort of progress in 
those directions is progress. You know, that means if at the end of the year, I still feel a little bit anxious about posting this or that, that's okay. Because you tried and you're, you acknowledge and love yourself exactly. for doing the best you did. Exactly. Do the best you can. And then you've, you've achieved your goal. If you're doing the best you can, you've achieved your goal. If, There's and, no need to beat yourself up. And if you want to eat more pancakes, then, you know, get to the kitchen and make more pancakes. GG. <laughs> Just don't make those You've spinach pancakes. The spinach pancakes. I'm going to make those this year. Maybe. <laughs> Some point. It's on recording now. <laughs> we have to hold it against Luna if, if Luna doesn't. Spinach if Luna pancakes. doesn't, then I win and I'm freed from the hell of the idea that they exist. Spinach pancakes. <laughs> no. They don't sound, they don't look bad though. They look kind of yummy. They don't look bad until you put them in your mouth. <laughs> I like spinach, so. But do you imagine, like spinach with syrup? Imagine, Why don't you just get a block of frozen spinach no, and put no, it? No. Don't put syrup on them. <laughs> Okay, so make some spinach pancakes, right? Then take yeah. yourself some feta cheese. Take yeah. some lemon. Sprinkle yeah. some feta cheese over those pancakes and squeeze some lemon over it. I bet it will be really yummy. You know really what I savory. Bet? I bet it would be really gross. And <laughs> I'm just going to make real pancakes. You know what? Today, the day I make those pancakes, I will eat them on stream with camera on. With camera on. So you guys on. can oh, see Lord. the enjoyment on my face as I eat I, oh, my pancake. I will in this air quote enjoyment that you'll have. <laughs> and I will highlight it and be like, look at this creation that Luna is quote enjoying and then, and then this, this, i'm gonna here's my prediction here's my 2021 prediction you know what they're, they're all right they're not that bad oh the spinachy aftertaste though oh chat oh i don't know it's too spinachy okay okay you guys are right it was bad that's my prediction <laughs> oh my god that's a really good impression <laughs> <laughs> And then there'll be like giggles for hours and then it's going to like turn into a command and then it will be like an emote for like a five second thing and then turn into something else. And then, <laughs> Oh my goodness. The sounds here just like predicting my whole stream year. It's great. <laughs> and if I'm wrong, then uh, I don't know. Uh, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> then you have to make the spinach pancakes. I mean, I already have to make the peas. Okay, okay. How about this? No, if I mean, like, if I like, if I actually make the spinach pancakes and I like, I actually genuinely like them. You need genuinely to make, like them. genuinely and I will like them. Fonzie, verify that you genuinely like. Yes, them. you have to make them make and them. try them. I will make them. Okay. Yes, I like this. I like. I like this. This, this sounds fun. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, I'm a gambling person. I'm willing to make a bet. I know what happens when you heat up spinach. I like spinach. Both both fresh and heated up and mashed and everything. I'm a big spinach person. Baby spinach. I don't like so, like I'm spinach. confident in this bet. I don't. Yes. You're confident? <laughs> you think you're going to win? I'm very confident. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, 
my so so for my my uh new year's traditions we we do it very southern down here uh we do black eyed peas wheat some greens and we have a little bit of ham and cornbread for good luck eat the greens for money the black eyed peas for luck and the ham just because it's good and uh my greens are always collard greens and i do it you know two sticks of butter two bags of greens and then like some chicken stock well this year i used duck stock because i had so much duck stock left over from christmas and oh so good and then i did my peas just like with the regular quick soak on the the counter but i never do spinach because i'm just like Ugh, spinach Ugh. <laughs> can't do spinach no yo Take yourself a bowl, small like bowl that you'd have cereal in, right? Put some mm-hmm. baby spinach in it. Yeah. Uh, Lost <laughs> me. Chop up some um, baby tomatoes in half. Put those in too. Um, boil yourself a hard egg. Chop that into it. And then sprinkle some feta cheese over it. And then put in like half a lemon or more, depending on how much you like lemon. And then kind of mix it together a little bit, like a saute it together in the in the little bowl. Oh my god, it is so filling and so refreshing and just yum. I love it. I feel like I've lost sound. <laughs> sound has left the building. Sound is no longer found. <laughs> this is not a last week geek with Luna. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to foods I will not be doing. Twenty. No, I've been actually craving bananas. I actually went out and bought like some bananas and apples because, um, well, Code's been coming down with a a cold, not COVID. Actually, cold. No other COVID symptoms. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm gonna be nice and do like the good kid thing, and I bought like stuff to make a. A feel better shake because he was just like i'm hungry i need calories but i can't eat anything so you know brat diet and so i made like a banana shake with like some apples in it and like some other stuff kind of thing and now we just have a bunch of bananas hanging around and i'm like mm, well i guess more bananas for me banana <laughs> bread banana oh i haven't made i like all the weird stuff i'm sorry guys banana feel, bread forever i feel like if i, I wasn't so uh, i'm on my shallow doors right now and i am seeing the green come in ah see it's not nice see um i'm i'm this person that would love to eat all these super healthy savory foods but also i'm super lazy um, yeah same <laughs> same so like can i just win the lottery and hire a chef to cook all these things for me be great my brother is trying to get me to he's done okay so he's doing this uh hello fresh thing and he's trying to get me to oh, try I've heard it. of that he's like, it's supposedly really really good you get like all the ingredients he and, and his wife love it yeah he and his wife love it and try it's it. been like super good i like the concept and try they have it. a he's gonna give me a code to get like 50 off so oh i'll my try God, it try it for me please yeah i'll tell you how it is <laughs> and then you but can make this will they have crackers. anything like that in Liechtenstein? i don't know i don't know I know they probably would happen in the UK. Yeah, true. I don't know about Liechtenstein, though. 
He'll have to like have a PO box in the UK <laughs> or something crazy. I don't know. But anyways, I think this is a good time to end it. Sandy gonna be streaming, right? Uh no, actually, I'm on vacay. But I am streaming this, this, this. on Sundays on my new schedule. My new 2020 schedule. 2021. Not 2020. No, no more 2020. <laughs> She's still in 2020. I'm still in December. Yep. De definitely we're definitely last week last week here, you know. Very last week geek. Very last week geek. <laughs> Um, uh, let me have a look at, I want to, I want to raid somebody. I don't want to just leave Ooh. all our beautiful viewers that came out to see the podcast live. We do a podcast live on Twitch every week on my channel. That's twitch.tv slash lunaromi. And then we upload to Anchor, which basically makes it go on like iTunes, right? Oh and, yeah. So we're on iTunes, Google, <laughs> um, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, uh-huh, uh, -huh, uh, -huh. uh -huh. So Anchor... Also, also, blah, 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 you know, that one. That yeah, blah, really blah, important. basically anywhere where you listen to podcasts. We are on Apple, we are on Anchor, we are on... We're on eight platforms. We're on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. If you don't listen to that, don't worry. Anchor doesn't require you to have the login or anything. You can literally just go to anchor.fm slash lastweekgeek and be able to listen to our podcast live. And if you ever want to get into podcasting, anchor.fm makes it super, super easy for you. They have all the tools built into the website itself. You can have a hosted library. So if you want to have like pre-made intro, outro sounds, or even have like um, a little blip about like, you know, whatever, like an um, advertisement, you can have a pre-recorded one for that. So you, it's just one and done, put it in the podcast, boom, done upload and then they do all the hard work for you you just upload it once on anchor and they do everything else for you at no additional cost it's completely 100 free it is the best way to get into podcasting they even have tools to edit your sounds to make it sound better like you don't have to be like a sound technician to make it sound crisp <laughs> you know have fun this is we're in the height of still in the crisis of a pandemic podcast listening has increased by 60 percent people want to listen to you go on get on there hang out make some good content and let us know about it and then we can geek out <laughs> i love your full-on ad voice that you did there <laughs> 599 five payments of 599 on my paypal that's gonna be sounds not straight paypal.com <laughs> oh put goodness. it in there <laughs> oh my goodness um but yeah you guys uh, we're gonna end it here thank you guys so much for tuning in i really hope that you guys enjoyed today's podcast let us know on twitter or you know on our d d stuffs um words are hard what you thought and yeah thanks <laughs> do, 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 do. see you next time <laughs> i'm i'm literally you can find me on twitch youtube twitter and instagram and i stream on twitch four ish days a week and this is my wonderful co-host i'm sounds not straight that's not and straight s-t-r-eight 
like old school elite speak because that's i'm i'm a dinosaur and you can find me on twitter twitch instagram youtube you name it i'm probably on it just because i'm a spider and if you take my username i will cry at your doorstep for the next three weeks you don't want that you don't want that (laughs) but love to have you hang out and don't forget uh we are we last week geek is also on twitter feel free to follow them at at last week geek maybe there might be a giveaway who knows I mean, I'm, I'm like rushing to like get to twitter right now to get the thing <laughs> wait i got this it's gonna be in chat get right here you go ah wait oh that's not okay there there you go right there there's a link clicking us we got we, we post there sometimes occasionally uh <laughs> we post we post about podcast stuff over there mm-hmm um, but thank you guys so much for joining me, Sound. Thank you for doing this. Um, you're amazing. I love you. And I hope everybody's had a very happy new year. Love you all too. Especially you, Luna. Thank you for always doing this with me. You're Aww, a treat. All the love, <laughs> all the hugs. And we'll be back January 15th. So hope to see you guys then. See you then. Bye. the bar.